Oh my goodness. I got so excited. Two and one were so identical. I got a little excited on Mark. Honestly, for an amateur, for Alan, it would have been good enough. But oh, oh you've, you're leaving this in now. Let's <laughs> see. Still the wrong one. Wait, that's the that's the um, rhythms of rich out of ruins one, isn't it? Look at that recall! Wow, it is. I, I, uh, yeah. If, I guess I guess it's December eleventh, twenty twenty, and and welcome back to the rhythms of rich out of ruins. Uh, I'm Six Damar, and I'm Nick Cease, and this is Bottle Crow Reborn, Reborn, a Dota two podcast where we talk about Dota two on a podcast. I'm feeling nostalgic today six i'm feeling like we're getting back to our roots are we i don't know why maybe it's because i finally purchased for the low low price of six well it was like five euros the new soundboard software i've been trialing for a while Mm -hmm. and that meant i had to go back through and and we add a bunch of things and i discovered all sorts of glorious things six uh-huh. Uh-huh. I did. You're you've you've never been more excited, right? <laughs> what? Do I sound skeptical? That's that's the game is so shit. <laughs> I mean, they they edited Jackie there. I forgot. Sure. Okay. Yeah. No! Oh, well that's we we hear that one too often. But yeah, I'm mm-hmm. back. I'm back. Are you back? Uh yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Wow. We t- Nick, we, we killed were- t- mm, Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was going to say we killed two podcasts with a pencil because I'm now in the Garnet Wager. Mm-hmm. And that's what they call me, Nick the Pencil, because I'm like yes. a 1940s slimy gangster. Mm-hmm. That's all I've got for you this evening. Cool. Thanks. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Listening. Uh, this, uh, you can find me on Twitter. be a little bit quiet just like a little just bit a quiet. little bit okay i it's supposedly got some sort of auto balance thing but i don't think i have it mm. working yet so i'm gonna go down to yeah to minus six because that did it seemed mm-hmm. a little loud you know yeah so i went down yeah. a few more db and uh and we'll just see how that goes you know sure <sighs> but i'm not talking about rhythms of rift shower sh- rift shower <laughs> <laughs> definitely not talking about that six runes. do you remember when we had notes and <laughs> runes do you remember when he had notes do you uh, still have sure. our Google Drive notes? I mean, I don't delete anything off of Drive, basically, so sure. Yeah. So you should just pull those up. Okay. Uh, bottle Crow. And I'll just... It's called BC's, the doc. So I'll just see when uh, you're no, I'm there. No, I'm going, no, I'm going back. I'm going to... Okay, bottle back. Crow, 59 notes. Oh, it's... Uh, let's see. Okay. C9, Not Day 9, 999, The Secret Shop is out, and oh no, Silkbreaker Act 2 is late. Is the se- okay. Wait, was The Secret Shop gone in 59? Wait, no, the se- we still have The Secret Shop, The Side Shop. I wonder how long it's been since we had The Side Shop. Can, hey, you, listen, I... can you believe there was like that tower shit there? 
that like outpost sh- shit yeah yeah i can i can't i can't okay but you know well, what i can I, I, t- I took your bait <laughs> Welcome back to Greg Brady, the internet's favorite Dota 2 based Greg Brady. I'm now your host, Mimi. Hi, Mimi. Um. Our categories are Gold for Meat My Hero Gregademia Greg Paris and Sports Six You have the board Uh thanks Mimi I'll take uh Sports for one hundred Sports for one hundred well, I've decided to have mercy on you, and I'm just going to play Reverse Jeopardy, where I give you the question, and you give me the answer. I debated whether I should just give you the answer and make you give me the question, but uh, we won't do that yet. So, the question is, what is Greg's favorite sport? Uh, Football. I just realized I don't have a correct answer sound, so that's what we'll be having for this evening. Correct! Greg's favorite sport is football. I'm going to write you down as... Oh, don't go to the next page here. 100 points. Six. This is where I will track all the contestants. Points. Excellent. Mm. Here we go. All right. Six. You have the board. Uh, Let's go uh, sports for 250, Mimi. Sports for 250. What is Greg's favorite sports team? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, just just backstory behind my, my thinking. Yeah, and uh, your, not your voice, though. No backstory there. No, no. Um, I picked uh, football because of sort of law of averages, right? Yeah. Um, and so I guess I'm going to stick with that and say the Patriots. Ooh. Though it is a bit of an insult, and I apologize. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. The answer we were looking for is Eagles. That's not a real team. You can't make teams up, Nicholas. That's not fair. It's the the Philadelphia Eagles, I think, right? I lived in Nick, they don't play football. They play American football. Oh, I see. You're being ridiculous. (laughs) I am being ridiculous, whoever you are. (laughs) Okay, whoever you are, you have the board. (laughs) Uh, all right. Well, let's just let's just finish the thing up. Uh, sports for five hundred. What sport, if any, did Greg play as a child? Uh, we're gonna go with uh, real football, aka soccer. Oh, not close at all. Tennis, though, never in a league or team, but would play recreationally fairly often as a team. Oh, sounds like I lost then, mate. Let's go to the let's go to the uh adver- let's go commercial. Hey, let's, commercial. Uh, okay, let's go to a commercial. I agree. Uh, 
Greg Brick. Uh, all right, uh, Jeopardy today. Uh, with Jeff, uh, Greg, not Jeopardy either. Greg Pretty is brought to you by Aleve. They're often sponsored by Aleve because I guess generally the older population watches Jeopardy. And also, got uh, sometimes having to answer things with what is blank for no goddamn reason gives you a headache. I did consider that while generating this week's Greg Pretty is honestly, what? how could I actually play real non-reverse Jeopardy because it's it's so convoluted. I don't know how they do it. It's very it's strange. kind of stupid. Um, well, uh, oh, we're back. you know, Mimi, uh, yeah. I don't think, I thought sports was going to be my category, but it really didn't turn out that way. No. I do feel pretty confident about uh, gold for meat, though, with uh, 100, please. Gold for meat. This is a journey into money. Loads of money. What is Greg's favorite Taco Bell menu item? Oh, uh, that's going to be... Well, this is a trick question. But just give me whatever you have and we'll, we'll The work. answer is uh, Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes. However, that has been removed from the menu in the meantime. Okay. Wait, so I should so give a what, new answer? So what would it be now? Uh, I'm uh, Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Holy cow. It's a daily double. I didn't download the sound. I didn't download the sound. I didn't download the sound. <laughs> the answer is Cheesy Gordita Crunch, parentheses, formerly Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes, end parenthesis. For your daily double, you get 1,000 points instead of 100, because that's how doubling works. So you're I now mean, up- I did do a pretty good job. Oh. Mate. Yeah. You did? Tosser. Honestly. Oh, I was quite a tosser. Just like they tossed the f- cheesy Fiesta potatoes uh, from the uh, menu. N- Nicholas. Yes. Uh, Mimi? Wh- whoever I am? No, Nicholas. Producer Nicholas. Oh, yeah. Me. Uh, how are my levels sounding? Do I sound okay? Your levels are... You're so... Lo- like, I got my my bubble level here, but like I could, I could go get the six-foot level or a four-foot level. I have all of those types of levels. Okay, well, as long as you don't see a problem. Uh, Mimi, can we go uh, Gold for Meat 250, please? What is Greg's favorite fast food menu item? Oh, like some total, eh? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, you know, I like to think that uh, Greg is a fairly uh, cultured individual. Mm-hmm. And don't so I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, Popeye's uh, spicy chicken sandwich. You know, it's a it's really a newcomer, right? Like, it's not even a year old, probably, right? No, but that's that newness novelty sometimes wins oh, people over. They think true. that sometimes they think of newer things over what is actually probably the correct answer because they're dazzled by uh, Nick. I'm just, or I'm yeah, Nick producer Nick who wrote this up. I'm just noticing uh, that you wrote uh, Greg Praddy. It says Greg Praddy, not Greg Purdy. You buffoon. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, this... <laughs> you know what? That's right. You're... Let's go back and let's get it clean. I agree. Uh, let's let's go for it. <laughs> this is Greg Pretty. 
All right. So, uh, unfortunately, the correct answer is the Burger King double sausage egg and cheese sandwich. Hmm. Has he tried a breakfast baconator? I think he might find it to his liking. Also, your it math is terrible. I'd be at 100, diff- not 150. Uh, no, for... 350, for you... 350 minus 250 equals 100, you clown. Oh, that's right. Well, I don't know why I did... Fi- I, there's 100, and then 250, <laughs> and then 500, and it's really throwing me off here. <laughs> what can I say? It's a t- you can say don't you blame made the, the goddamn the, list, don't you idiot. Don't blame the player. <laughs> blame the game. You made the game. <laughs> I'm the game boy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It seems like... So what is double about the double sausage, egg, and cheese croissant? Is it the uh, sausage? Two of them. The two sausages, yes. Interesting. It sounds it's pretty good. Like, what is the croissantwich part? Like, It can't just be a it's... full... Croissant, no, it right? is a it is a uh, sort of a croissant uh, imitation bun, more or less. It, that like a croissant is extremely messy. Is it that level of flake or? It's a little more. I would say it's more uh, a little more dense. I would call it a little more spongy, less flaky. But it has uh, it it evokes the sensation of a croissant for sure. Interesting. Would you rate that above like the uh, some of the McDonald's offering? Well, that's an interesting question, Nick. Um, I would rate it above, for example, one of, like a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. But uh-huh. I'm here to say that I think that the uh, McMuffin, that English muffin uh, sourness of that of that muffin there, mm-hmm. which of course you know a sour uh, English muffin sour. flavor, mm-hmm. uh, brings a lot to the uh, the flavor profile of a breakfast sandwich. And mm-hmm. I actually would prefer that to a croissant sandwich myself. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I, I'll have to try one for sure. I. I hmm. I do agree with you on that that sourness though. I I I love an English muffin myself. Like an English muffin, mm-hmm. warm, toasted with a little bit of a a butter, a nice high quality. I mean, here butter. here in England, we just call them muffins, but you mm-hmm. know. But what are you what do you call muffins? American muffins. American muffins. I see. <laughs> it's not like association muffins or anything. Okay. No, don't be ridiculous. No, that would be ridiculous. You're you're correct. All right, uh, uh, whoever you are, you have the board. Uh, okay, well, let's just, listen, I hate leaving categories half complete. I think it's for perverts. Mm-hmm. So let's go for gold for meat for 500, please. Gold for meat for 500. All right. What is Greg's least favorite fast food franchise? Um, this is once again, uh, well, God, the problem is there are a lot of possible answers because mm-hmm. there are a lot of pretty gross places out there. Yeah. Um, I am going to say Arby's. And why would you say that? Just its general. Uh yeah. Well, okay. Aura. So the way the way they make food, right, is they mm-hmm. take, food. uh, let's say for instance, a cow or a pig, mm-hmm. and then they turn it into its respective meat, and then once it's already meat, they just sort of torture that meat until it has lost any idea of flavor or texture. Can you get which pork I at find Arby's? To be Sure, you could get pork at Arby's. You can get a ham anyway. Really? They have like a ham sandwich of course, at Arby's? Of course. Just For like sure. the same sliced as their roast beef? I mean, you know, it's one of those things. I haven't been to an Arby's in a while, mm-hmm. and their items are, are sort of come and go. But their thing is that they are trying to do sort of a fast food greasy version of like lunch meats, right? Yeah. So naturally, they would have to have a ham. But they, they don't have they like have a turkey. turkey, right? They do they, have a turkey. What? What? They absolutely have a turkey. 
I've got to go to an Arby's now. I'm so sorry. I don't. So, think I know that's we agreed true, the podcast, but, you know, but listen, I've got to uh, try. Yeah, I've got to get that right. grit. Like, do they have a? They have like a cheese and bacon thing, right? Where they put nacho sure. cheese on top and. Yeah. Do uh, they do yes. that with turkey? Honestly, I think the turkey sandwiches tend to be more their sort of their like Arby's artisan line of sandwiches. Oh, I'm, I'm so you get sort of like a like a like a turkey club. So I believe that would probably have bacon, but I suspect that would lack their distinctive uh, cheesed sauce, mm-hmm. unless of course you were to make some sort of a personalized secret request. menu item. I see. Oh, do, oh, you want me to play the secret menu bumper? Okay. I oh, I forgot. <laughs> I don't think you have that in the folder. Uh, no, it's not for you. Oh, it's it's not secret <laughs> menu. <laughs> Only for the discerning taste. Anyway, I lost, right? That's minus 500. Oh. <laughs> too oh, many, minus too 44. Many here. Okay, yeah, fair yeah, enough. It's, I'm typing as if I've yet never used a number pad before. Uh, sorry. The correct answer is McDonald's. Worked there for four years. It's not that I saw oh. bad stuff. Just forever tired of it. You know, um, Greg... I, I understand how you feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I would suggest perhaps that you go and, and have another McMuffin and see if it sparks joy in your life. Perhaps you will find that after years of searching, you never knew what you actually had. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm out of time. <laughs> <laughs> you well, you have two categories left. My hero, Gregademia. And Greg Paris. Are you sure we're not out of time? I've talked quite a lot. <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, I'm sorry, folks, that's all we have for today. Oh, you know no? what? Actually, let me go back. <laughs> let me go back into the control room and I'll, uh, I'll just check here. Gold, 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 Gold for meat. Gold. 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 gold for meat. Congratulations, cool. you've now finished the gold for meat category. <laughs> it's kind of remarkable, actually, that you like the stupid jokes I made exclusively for myself more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> it, it takes a, something special. It truly does. All right. Uh, and because we have only two categories left, it's time for... Double Jeopardy! Isn't it du- Double Greg Pratty? Oh, fuck. It's time for... I love it when Nick trips and falls across the keys of his soundboard. <laughs> God, this cover's just not do. It's, uh... This is Double Greg Pretty. Boko me toy. Is that where you. we're going? That is where we are going. All right. So I have uh, stalled long enough that I've now doubled all the scores in our Google document. Okay. Well, um, let's go. Um, you know, I think it's going to be my makers category, so I don't want to stop with it. I don't want it to be our last. So let's go for My Hero Gregademia at 100. Uh, I'm sorry, we no longer have a $100 question. I'm sorry, uh, 200 You should be sorry. All right. What was Greg's favorite school subject? Uh, fucking... 
<laughs> that was not my answer. What? I apologize. That Fucking was a filler. That's that was cool. A filler Greg word. was a pretty cool, smooth operator. He was a cool I operator. Mean, listen, that was not my answer, unless that's the correct I, answer. <laughs> I, this is a televised program. Uh, lunch. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go okay. ahead and. Well, I'll give you uh, one more chance. Uh, science. Wow! Wow! Uh, correct. Uh, physics specifically was right. uh, was Greg's favorite school subject. Physics. Science is pretty cool. It is. I agree. You, you know, there was that guy who was like, "Hey, if you drop balls, those balls sure do fall." Um, I'll take uh, my that- hero Gregademia <laughs> for five hundred, please. What was Greg's best school subject? Uh, well, it's it's what we say here in uh in in the UK. I would say maths. That is basically correct. It is math. Oh, I don't sorry, you're, you're waiting. Well in this category. There yes. you go. Okay. Mm. <laughs> All right, you have the board. It is a bit unsettling that the sound from me doing well is the sound of me attempting to attack a building I cannot damage. Or trying to cast a spell while uh, silenced. No, then you'd get the silenced, silenced, silenced <laughs> sound effect. That's true. I don't know. Yeah, it's called magic underscore immune. Um, after I downloaded it like five years ago from... Uh, I'll see, I'll see. From Dotapedia, probably. Or uh, Liquidpedia, whatever. Well, uh... I reckon it's about time for My Hero Gregademia uh, 1000, please, to sort of piss away this lead I've generated. Perfect. What would Greg teach if he had to be a teacher? Uh, Greg Biology. Again, this is a televised program. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to try Uh, again? I I guess I'll go with history. It's obviously physics. His favorite school subject, and also those labs had the best toys. Supposedly. That's that's a really boring answer. I, I Greg, I'm disappointed in you. Why don't you? you? We gave listen, you the answer. Greg, uh, I really expected you to test yourself and try teaching a subject that was not your best or your favorite, um, to really push the boundaries of your own imagination, and you have uh, thrown let, let me down. So I suppose we'll go to Greg Perry for two hundred. How many marriage ceremonies has Greg performed? Three. I'm sorry, that's not really a number we're familiar with on the show. The correct answer that we were looking for was four. Well, uh, I think if you'll find, if you go to the uh, Valve Dictionary, three and four are the same number. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to, though. Mm, okay. You have the board? Uh, Greg Perry for 500, please. What was the first movie Greg saw multiple times in the theater? Greg's like 90, right? That's correct. 90 years old. Uh, I'm going to go with Singing in the Rain. (laughs) Are you you okay there? Listen, I thought it was a pretty funny answer. (laughs) (laughs) We were looking for Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Wow, you really are ancient, Greg, <laughs> mate. You really are a fossil. He's more divine, actually. Uh, uh, I don't think I subtracted from your score yet. Here we go. 
Oh, wait. The, our last question. Our last answer. Uh, no, secret category, please. Secret. For 666. <laughs> that is correct. Okay, hold on. You have to play the bumper. Sure, no problem. Okay, it's played. Okay. What is Greg's favorite film? Uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. Ah, <laughs> uh, hmm. Singing in the Sorry, what we the answer we were looking for is planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, That's he likes, true. That's he likes an actual goofs. Greg Free. Okay, fact. sure. This is All the right. Greg grab bag. Oh wait. Well, uh, it was it was the secret category, but you know, I guess secret category can have some overlap. Yeah, uh, that's why it was there, the the Greg bag. That was some good maths right there. You managed to math. It good. was. I I definitely didn't hit the calculator keyboard on my <laughs> keyboard while you were talking. Uh, mate, you fucking make rockets. What the fuck is wrong with you? You can't I, do fucking subtraction. Listen, the things I type into MATLAB every day are embarrassing. <laughs> like fractions, like. One divided by five or one divided by eight. Sometimes you just find yourself typing them into a, a line to, to figure out what they are. And then you're like, what am I doing? <laughs> this is true. Multiple of my coworkers have done the same thing. And we just, yeah, we talk. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I guess we'll go with uh, Greg Perry for 1000 since there's no other alternative. That's true. There is no other alternative. What is Greg's favorite job he has ever had? Uh, well, it's not McDonald's, apparently. Mm, that's true. That's true. Uh, I'm going to say bungee jumping instructor. The answer we were looking for was pizza delivery guy. Hmm. No details on this one, but, you know, you could imagine. Sure, sure. It's, you know, it's like a, you know, a decent of, joint. You know, you got, oh wait, like, I'm sorry. I, I was going to imagine, but you just said it. You've said several times that this is a family show. Uh, that's so it. My context right. for well, pizza it's a delivery drivers show. I at this point I can't claim very much, but yeah. Okay, well, you know how you know how uh, pizza delivery drivers do in media, right? Oh, I mm, okay. That yeah, that must be it. I'm sure they get really good tips if you know what I'm saying, which is it, money. yeah. Well, you know, it's like it's kind of a it's an interesting service position, right? <laughs> you said service. I I did service. Uh huh. Just like tennis, his favorite, his uh, sport that he played as a as a teen, often recreationally. Uh. Yeah. Well, All right, six. Uh, yes. Yeah. So you're at a negative it's, three thousand. It's final Greg Pratty. Is that and it? Sixty six. That is true. It is final Greg Pratty. Uh I will give you the prompt, and then I will stand up to take off this sweatshirt that's getting hot. All right. Well, it's getting hot in here. 
So take off your sweatshirt. I, I shall. I shall. I am too hot. We're televised. We spent a lot of money on wardrobe and like hair and makeup, you know, because it's televised. Oh. So keep keep it all on. Right. All right. I'll give you some time to think. What is Greg's middle name? Uh, I have a question. I have a question. This is a rules question. You need to answer this question. Nicholas. Nicholas, it's a, it's a rule. Mm. Nick. <laughs> I said I was going to stay. Right, but Nick, this is a rules question I need answered. Okay. Um... If I have negative money and I wager and I win, do I lose money? <laughs> um, how does this work? You are wagering. <laughs> um, um, no. <laughs> um, so you have negative three thousand sixty-six points. Um, the judges say that you can just wager money still. Uh, okay, great, great. Regular, okay, sure. Oh, I pressed the wrong button and I stopped it instead. I'm afraid okay. <laughs> we have to go back. <laughs> this is an automaton <laughs> cover of the Final Jeopardy theme I found. It really goes places. Everyone at time or at home and dishes whatever is also getting time to think of the answer and also we have to stretch the airtime because our our sponsors require a certain amount of airtime all right we'll go to six first six what yes. is greg's middle name you now wrote to, you wagered yeah i wagered a uh 154 dollars okay that's a very strange number okay uh and my answer is uh brandon Oh. oh, wait, no, you, uh, 220. Oh, fuck, I see. <laughs> the, see, uh, Nicholas, uh, I'm like a rocket scientist. I can do right. math in my head. <laughs> all right, that leaves you six with uh, minus 3,220 points. Uh, the correct answer is George. Greg, okay. George. I mean, I... When I gave Greg these prompts for Greg Pretty, I, I told him he could just make shit up, so it's possible it's not. But Greg George is such a powerful name. Hey, Nick? Mm-hmm? Nick, what do you think my middle name is? Is it? No fucking way. I will give you 5,000 points right now if it's George. Oh, it's super not George, mate. Oh, well, never mind. I'm not excited anymore. Okay, well, I guess we'll just leave it a mystery. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, say it and then bleep it. Uh, sure. That is that true? I mean, you know, I changed my name, so yes. Okay. Well, I mean, I I it also was, figured you could not... just lie because no. <laughs> okay. But that's true. You, that see, makes... you understand and that, you and understand that makes the my power. and that makes my initials SSD, which I thought was very funny. Oh, you fucking little <laughs> shit! You feel no, you little still, shit! I'm, I'm still, I'm you, still you telling you'll come the on truth. here. You come on my show. You tosser. This is still this is still honest. That's I, that's I'm still telling the truth. It's just I do actually suck. This isn't a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bit that I said. That's that is very cool. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna censor the initials. Maybe folks <clears throat> can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs>
Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder. Well, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, Greg Joy. Oh, so, wait, hold on. That means Greg's initials are GGS. Mm-hmm. GG. I was in a GGS, oh, man. GGS. Greg is an extremely positive player in the Wii Lake Dota community, and I think one or it must have been two we like Dotas ago. We like Dota leagues before. Uh, I was on Team GGS for Geschlottenbrechtungen Gaming Society with uh, Arian Tahiri. Right, right. I recall. And that's where the chain goes of separation. All right. Well, cool. Cool. Cool, cool. So, uh, yeah, uh, you're the only contestant, so you're still going home with our... uh, 10 pound bag of candy trophy. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you fucking send me 10 pounds of candy, mate. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I can't. That's the problem. That's you. why I'm scared. <laughs> I do. I send you taffy every day. It's only right to come home and find cardboard in your driveway filled with nasty sugar. I can't see me send to nobody but you, Taffy, for all my life. When you're hungry, you have to take and leave because your jaw is gonna be sore. Uh, well, now that we're off the show, I can come back. Uh, my doppelganger. How did my doppelganger do? Your doppelganger did great. Great. Okay, good. Um, because, Nick, it's time. From Mutumba Man's Kitchen. Mutumba Man. Mutumba Man. I forgot it had this part. Nick, let's talk about food recipes. Let's talk about cooking at home. And uh, specifically because this is Matumba Men's Kitchen and not, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, another segment about how sometimes you can make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I've made a huge mistake. Uh, so I have a special recipe for us. This is a, uh, a retro classic. And I worry, I, I hope that I don't lean towards having too many retro classics on here because there's a whole mm-hmm. world of recipes out here. But also... Uh, back in the 50s, they would make food and it was bad, right? <laughs> yes, that is true. Uh, so I'm going to send you... I have prepared this image oh. of the liver sausage pineapple. What? Oh. Uh, so this is a, uh, a pound of liver sausage mixed with uh, lemon juice, Worcestershire sauce, and mayonnaise. And you shape it. And then you create a frosting out of gelatine and mayonnaise. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, you know, then decorate it with olives, obviously. Of course, obviously. Uh, and uh, top with a real pineapple top just for the good look. Right. <laughs> so you had to go buy a pineapple, right? Uh-huh. And throw it away. Okay. All you want is the top. <laughs> <laughs> you pay for the whole pineapple, but you just use the top. Uh, so it's a uh, it's a real uh, it's okay. interesting because I've looked I've seen multiple hmm. uh, people attempting to recreate it and theirs don't look quite the same. They don't have that yellowness to the outside. That 
I'm starting I to slip back into the accent same, again. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be here. I wonder if you can't get the same type of gelatin. Like, I wonder if the gelatin's made differently these days. I wonder. Or maybe, you know, it's also maybe they um, use some coloring. Perhaps? Or maybe the mayonnaise is, like, fresher. And so mm. it actually is, like, slightly yellow. Mm, mm. Or maybe then, uh, mm-hmm. they, they, in fact, maybe there was a second layer of Kraft Singles. I was just going to say, maybe it's American <laughs> cheese. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know about that. I don't know why you would do that to your body, but some people do. I mean, I'm trying to imagine, right? So it's like a heavy sausage. It's a liver sausage. So it's like it's like it's just like a big block of pate. Mm-hmm. And then it has like some mayonnaise. I mean, I guess mayonnaise would be good in it in terms of taste, but like heavy on heavy doesn't work well, I don't think, right? No, and it also does okay. have the lemon in there, the lemon juice. Don't forget right, to give it that lemon. sharp bite. The sharp bite of lemon on liver and mayonnaise. Hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, the mayonnaise should be slightly tangy anyway, so I don't know mm-hmm. what the, the lemon's You doing know, it there. would probably taste fine, I guess. It just... I, I guess. I mean, like, you know, compared like to, compared to all that effort, entry, though. Right. Yeah. This was, this was, I'll be honest, this was a pretty last-minute entry. Um, mm-hmm. I forgot that we were recording. And so I was not entirely prepared. <laughs> oh, that's right. This is uh, Shaming Six. And there's a bumper there. I missed the mark. No! Disappointed! No. 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 Oh, I don't know what I expected. What a shame. No! Uh, you were watching the Great British Baking Show, I mm-hmm. understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see, and just forgot about the recording. Yeah, I was also I was watching the Great British Baking Show <laughs> while building Gunpla. I'm working oh. on the uh, MG uh, ZGMF 1000A1 Gunner Zaku Warrior Luna Maria Hawk Custom. Oh yeah, that that one's pretty good. It's a good mm-hmm. build. I'm having a good time with it. Yeah. Oh yeah, me big, too. Same. Big bulky legs, you know. Oh, I do love big bulky legs on the M- G- MMG ABC. I get knocked it's down. It's easy as MMG. <laughs> yes, I was. It's easy as SSD. Yeah. So, uh, and you, what season were you on? Uh, I think I was or on what, season what you, four, maybe three. We're working backwards um, oh. because of, of sort of a couple of factors. One is we didn't want to watch the current season and have it be incomplete, right? So we're hoping by sure. the time we get there it. this way, it'll be, you know, whatever. Um, and also, um, you there's there's a dynamic that we're finding. I don't know if this was intentional. I don't know how informed my uh, my roommates were, who are, which is who I'm watching this with. Um I don't know how informed they were about this, but there's this dynamic where um, you maybe find it a little bit annoying some of the show's attempts at charm, right? Um, No. (laughs) But it turns out they're actually way better at it than they used to be. And so you start to really Really? miss the newer hosts as you go backwards. Wait, are there different hosts? Yeah, there was a point in the show's history where the show was bought. And so uh, the judges changed. You now have like uh, what? Mary, Mary Berry isn't the judge anymore. Paul Hollywood's still there. Currently? In yeah. The newest? What? Yeah. Wow. Um, who is I'm trying to remember her name. It's been so long since I've fucking seen her because we're working backwards. Because backwards, yeah. Um, Prue is her name. 
Um, and she is, you. uh, you know, she seems all right. Um, and then they have had different, um, you know, uh, presenters. Uh, the mm. old stuff is uh, Mel and Sue. Um, you would have seen them if you hadn't seen Prue. Um, and they're really obnoxious. They're they're just awful. They're really terrible. Now, yeah. um, the the modern seasons, um, I think eight, nine, and ten have the same crew. And then for season eleven, which is ongoing right now, they had to change because uh, one of the two hosts, they had to do like a like a they had to do like a fucking basketball style bubble <laughs> to, to, for the Bake Off. They had to do a Bake Off <laughs> bubble. Um, they made okay. a little town and everything for them. Um, and, uh, one of the hosts was like, nah, mate, I want to do other work. Um, so, yeah. uh, so T- Sandy Totsvig, who is quite funny, um, didn't show up for that. Um, but, um, seasons eight, nine, 10, and then also 11 have, uh, the comedian, uh, Noel Fielding, who is this like, like surreal, dark comedy goth he's fucking hilarious i'm so confused wow i i had no idea he's actually very funny i mean like you know a lot of his jokes Mm -hmm. don't work because they write jokes for him but when he's just walking around talking to people he's actually really funny he's just sort of like you know like you know they'll be talking about like man i just can't get this oven up to temperature and he's like well you could just shove my face in there and slam the door on me a few times it's like whoa (laughs) it's it's like this he's got a good sense of humor Wow, I, hmm. I mean, there are like five different The Great British Breaking Shows on Netflix, so it's always confusing to to figure out which the hell it is. Mm. But like, I've watched, I think, like one or two seasons. We watched like eight, and now we're on seven. Or there's, but there was one. So what I do, I only ever watch it when it's uh, me and my brother when he's home from school, and we make fun of it usually, like mm-hmm. over dinner or something. Because I put it on one day and then it was awful in like a let's make fun of this. It's so ridiculous. And because I've only seen it with uh, Mary Berry, Paul Hollywood, and uh, whatever worry, her name Paul, is. Paul's Sue. here for the long haul. Paul will never okay, leave. This is the only place perfect. he can go to just relentlessly mock people. So. <laughs> just be Paul. Yeah. His own little Gordon Ramsay hood. And yeah. And we would just, you know, make fun of it. But we also like definitely root for contestants usually. Mm-hmm. Like on the, I think we're on seven now. And okay, there isn't next season is going to get good. So, ooh, yeah. There's isn't anyone left who we hate, but some some seasons there's just people we don't like, mm-hmm. and so we're always rooting for them to to be kicked off. Sure, because of their characters. And then there was one I, th- I want to say it was eight or nine, maybe, maybe you remember where one of the contestants. It was an ice cream cake challenge, and what happened was that someone took his ice cream cake out of the freezer to put theirs in. And so he goes to get his cake and, and he sees it sitting like next to the, the fridge or freezer or whatever. It's like, wait, wait, what? Uh, huh? Where, who? What? And his entire thing had like melted and it was totally ruined. Wow. And so he like, he had to like slide it into the trash can. And then I bet they made him do this. They made him bring up the trash can to present his cake. And then, Paul was like, "Oh, you you still should have showed us something, blah blah blah." And we boycotted that season. We st- that was like episode maybe three or four, and yes. we said, "No, that's, that's it. We're done with this show." And we didn't come back to it for like a year at least. Wow, yeah, I, it was I, a I it was a missed... whole thing. Yeah, the uh, my my roommates watch whether I'm there or not, so I'm sure I missed that episode because mm-hmm. that's fucked up. It it was fucked up. We're like, you can't 
you can't be serious. And that was one of our favorite guys. I think that's why mm. we cared. Mm. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a. So we we still haven't finished that season. Well, with um with the with the newer seasons, there was my, my I think my favorite like continuing bit. I don't know moment. I think was one uh time they were doing like you know like cookies or something, and someone bought up these like neon red cookies. And Noel, this like you know surrealist comedian, looked at them and said, "Wow, that looks like Paul's spray tan." And spray and, and <laughs> Paul looked like genuinely offended. And then the next episode, his spray tan was less intense. <laughs> it's like, yes, get him! Wow, it was great. I I've got to we've got to get there. I can't believe there's an ever a point in which it's not just can't be make fun of fucking Mary Berry, who's even older than you know Greg who wrote uh, Gone with the Wind or whatever, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. as you said. Singing in and, the Rain uh, and, and all that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Int- very interesting. I-, I did not know it was ever bought. I- What's the vibe like without having that strange dinosaur Mary Berry there? Um, I mean, they have a different dinosaur. on the show. Oh, okay. I mean, I-, I, like- I like this dinosaur better, but, you know. Yeah. Ma- Mary never really had much to offer, honestly, right, so right. far. She was just kind of there, and she was what you would expect of... You know, an, an uh, established British woman, mm-hmm. I guess. I think you're going to get a lot of that from Prue as well, but Prue has a little bit more fun to her, I think. Mm-hmm. So Mary and Paul, I'm, it seemed like Mary probably hates Paul or something. <laughs> Just like doesn't, I don't care for him. I don't care for Paul. I don't care. Yeah, for yeah that's that. <laughs> ah, wow. Well, yeah, that was what we were doing. So mm-hmm. uh, ready, set, bake. That's the worst part. We always, mm-hmm. we always love it or list it. Wow. Well, Nick, uh, I hope you're ready for an unforgettable pizza. We're going to uh, gold for meat. Gold for meat. This is a journey into money. Loads of money. Friends and folks, Pizza Hut is committing crimes once again. They are on the run no. from the law. Uh, folks may recall the crazy, cheesy crust pizza, which was essentially a pizza that uh, the end of it formed like, like, how should I put this? Um, like Frito's scoops, basically? What? That's what the crust, look, crust looked like. Here, I'll send you a picture. And you'll be like, oh yeah, that's what that looks like. How is that possible? How can you... I mean, in crust, but like, work? look at that. I'm right. That's what that looks like. You're, yeah, I mean, I guess so. It's just it's a big scoop of crust mm-hmm. uh, to hold all the cheese because they were just they were just so crazy. You know, it says <laughs> crazy cheesy crust. They weren't kidding. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, filled with cheese, filled with filled with delight for for girls, young and old. Because here's yeah. the thing about Pizza Hut is they're constantly struggling over the fact that their um, pizza is fucking terrible. Yeah, it's not they're very good. The worst of the chains, and so they're just going for extreme gimmicks. Well, once again, Pizza Hut has has broken the mold. Um, but for the moment, thanks to, of course, international treaties and regulations, it cannot be brought here to the United States. We have to duck over to Taiwan to try out the new Beef Wellington Pizza. No. <laughs> uh, this How? This has uh, the similar similar style of cheese pockets. And then it has uh, a hash brown disc 
on it. And uh, slices of steak simmered in red wine and balsamic vinegar, mozzarella cheese, spinach, mushrooms, red bell peppers, balls of mashed potatoes with corn, and of course, a fluffy, puffy puff pastry. How how can that all fit on a pizza? Not very well, as it turns out. Oh my god. (laughs) You gotta put this picture in the show notes. (laughs) Uh, There's not a lot of space for the pizza on that pizza. (laughs) You, you're not kidding. It is just like a, a random square of puff pastry. <laughs> I'm. Why Thailand? Do they love beef Wellington in Thailand? Is that like a chick British thing? You're going to have to uh, ask someone better versed in Thai land. Thai, excuse me. I said Thailand. It's Taiwan. I'm sorry. I misspoke. It's Taiwan. It doesn't help. It's, no. It's, if anything, stranger. <laughs> but but I am not super well-versed in Taiwanese culture and history. I do not know no. why this would happen. What are you good for? Um, I'm good for more Gold for Meat updates because, oh, oh. Nick, mm-hmm. Gold for Meat is usually a segment where we talk about fast food as in the food, right? Yeah. But did you know... That we're going to be here talking about a new Lifetime original movie. The Recipe for Seduction, made by Lifetime and KFC. Starring Mario Lopez as Colonel Hartland Sanders. What are you, ta- what are you saying? Uh, it is a, uh, a suspenseful uh, love story about the recipe for fried chicken from KFC. Is this this is a real movie? Uh-huh. It's only 15 minutes long. <laughs> oh, oh no. I've just seen the the uh poster. Uh <clears throat> Looks like Colonel's going to get his. <laughs> he looks a God, little uh, randy. Is this a pornographic film? <laughs> we all have our secrets. His just happens to be a recipe for seduction. December 13th. It, this comes out on Sunday. Uh-huh. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Uh, Nick. Uh-huh. Obviously, we have to watch this for the next episode. We absolutely... What do you mean? I'm sorry. This this poster's so... Con- A Lifetime original mini-movie presented by Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky Fried Chicken does not present anything. I mean, they present Kentucky, fried like, chicken usually, but you like get pr- fried. You just like, oh, okay, fair point, fair point. <laughs> I went down to the KFC and they present. What is this voice? They presented me <laughs> with my bucket, my family bucket. Harry, 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 you're you're a chicken. <laughs> you're a, what is their what is their sandwich? You're, you're dissolving a double, so fast, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> this is your mind on Nick. <laughs> This is what happens after a Greg Brady. Wow. Uh, well, so, I mean, it also has Justine Alpert as Jessica Mancera. Uh, Tessa Monroe as Bunny Mancera. Mm-hmm. Of course. Chad Dorek as Billy Garibaldi Third, And then there's a someone called Lee and there's a nurse. This film was conceptualized in 2018. It was filled in October 2020. They've been uh, saving up for this one. I, I yeah. Imagine. So, sorry, 
Christine DeZerula of the Los Angeles Times, so I'll blame you for this one, gave the movie a more a favorable review, calling it, quote, a tongue-in-cheek take on the lifetime romance movie genre, um, end quote, and a movie, quote, aimed at women who love men who love chicken. That seems like... Hmm. Okay. Okay. No, I'm not going to... I'm reserving... Is the, is... Hmm. Hmm. Aimed at women who love men who love chicken. Hey, baby, you want to come over and have a, a double down, a, a dark meat or light are, meat? Are there, honey? like, listen, uh-huh. I I don't understand straight people, right? But are there really <laughs> people out there who are like, I just want a man who loves chicken? <laughs> Ladies, get yourself a man who... I don't remember what the original joke is. I don't know. Get yourself a man who loves, who knows a chick, knows his way around a chicken, if, if you know what I mean. What that, is this on brandeating.com? Of course it is. What? Oh my god! What do you think I do? Uh, why I I <laughs> I think you sit on branding.com all day. Uh, Pretty close. Oh wait, no, on your phone while watching the Great British Baking Show. I think you consistently, you constantly. Refresh brandeating.com. I am dissolving <laughs> absolutely a solution of myself now. Hmm. And you're not helping. A recipe for seduction. Excellent. I can't wait to, to watch this. You want to watch it together on Sunday? No. Me neither. <laughs> no, I want to be alone for this. I need <laughs> I to be, be alone, alone for this one. <laughs> Mario Lopez is Colonel Sanders. And he has this strange, like, possessive grip on whoever his <laughs> Yeah, started. it really is a little... Uh... It's like, he's it's like, hmm, he's got some gams on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you my lemon herbs Ooh, this feels like dark meat right here. <laughs> it's like dark meat. Ooh, very nice. Okay, here's what I'm going to do right now. Since we had this conversation, I'm going to the Arby's menu. Okay. I'm going to settle this. Okay, first of all, right here on the front, roast turkey euro. Euro mm-hmm. at Arby's? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it like ground turkey or it's still like the turkey deli meat? Yeah. Uh, huh. Yeah, they do some, some. Yep, I see this now. Chicken wraps. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not seeing ham on here at the moment. Maybe it is one of those things that they only have. Oh, wait, nope. They're loaded Italian. Surely has ham on it. Yep. There it is. You might have to eat lunch at work. But your mouth can go all the way to Greece. <laughs> wow. I'm always taking my mouth all the way to Greece. Um, yeah. Oh, they also have a ham they have slider. A lot of type. They have a fried chicken sandwich, of course. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to now. It has cheddar on it for some reason. I mean, they put cheddar on everything. I guess. They're barbarians. They are. Listen, you may think six. Recently, you you recorded a podcast where you microwaved like fast food cheeseburgers <laughs> on air. Who are you to judge? Where is your line? Mm. My answer is my line is at Arby's. Arby's is for your, line, your line is at Arby's. <laughs> Arby's, they have, we they are have the space. line. <laughs> Hold the line. Uh, they have a spicy, crispy chicken sandwich as well. They have sliders too. What? Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, it's just it's a small I mean, sandwich. I guess Why it, not? You just buy a different type of bun, and uh-huh. yeah. I guess you could mix it. They have a pizza slider, which has Genoa salami, pepperoni, Swiss cheese, marinara sauce, and a split top bun. And uh, the description is blah blah blah. It has all that shit. 
uh, all the shit that you love on your regular sized pizza, but it's a slider now. The future is now. Man, you put like, you put sauce on a sandwich. The future is now. The future is fucked. <laughs> Actually, I okay. I'm going through. Here's our new segment. No, not really. This is not going to be a segment. But like <laughs> the don't. last sentence, I'm like every item is. Listen, just... I have been a copy editor for this kind of thing. I uh, I had a job where I was doing copy editing. I was doing writing for descriptions for eBay write-ups of selling like flat irons, like for flattening hair. And mm-hmm. I also like my last sentence would usually be <laughs> Buck Wild, so I understand how this happens. But so, Buffalo roast chicken. Last sentence: the other sandwiches will miss you, but miss you they must. <laughs> Buffalo chicken slider for when you want to step things up, but just a little bit because it's a slider. Uh, chicken bacon Swiss sandwich. Your stomach will thank you for their for your generosity. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Buffalo. There crispy is nothing chi- difficult. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. Uh, Buffalo oh, okay. crispy chicken sandwich and shredded iceberg lettuce. I mean, if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> what the fuck? There is nothing difficult about eating this roast turkey slider. In fact, this is likely the most convenient turkey sandwich you'll ever eat. Okay, I'm, I'm mostly finding ones now. I, uh, <laughs> okay, it, this one makes more sense. The loaded Italian makes more sense when you realize... Oh my god! Sorry, go. Uh, the loaded Italian at uh, first was very confusing because it ended with "Okay, you can get up now," uh, but that's because it starts with "You may want to sit down," which is fair. Okay, I'm gonna make you read this one. <laughs> Side salad, really? You'll know. You'll know what voice to do it in. We love you, lettuce. You're almost like a meat to us. That's why we chop you up and shower you with diced tomatoes and cheddar cheese and eat you. <laughs> Is writing this shit for Arby's. It's, it's fucked up. <laughs> I'm glad to see, like, that, you know, whoever's writing this obviously has a soul. Like, it, it's saving, but Nick, they have a soul. Nick, I want to marry this person. First sentence of the roast beef Euro description. Nothering says, I am an adventurous eater, an interesting person, like eating a Euro at Arby's. God bless <laughs> you, snarky motherfucker. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> what? <laughs> How did you get away with writing that? <laughs> I, as I get older, and maybe it's just because we all live in the internet age. Like I often think about how. And I've, like, never been someone who worships, like, celebrities or anything. But, like, I often think about, and this is the time in history in which this is most possible, how, like, everyone's a person, right? Like, even celebrities, super famous people. It's just some guy. It's just a person, right? Mm-hmm. In the end, they're, they're just a flesh body. And, like, yeah, I mean, the person whose job it was to write this, they're just some fucking dude out there. who Just sitting at work and being like, well... All right, on the list today, I've got the classic roast beef, of course. I've got uh, mozzarella sticks. I have a fucking roast beef slider. Why Why do we have a fucking roast beef euro or a roast beef slider? Just fucking get... Oh, fuck. Oh, well. Anyway. According to the... And then uh, just bangs it out. Yeah, according to the Jamocha shape, uh, humans were made to drink milkshakes. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. 
<laughs> okay, this this is just an unsettling turn of phrase. Uh, triple chocolate cookie, blah, blah, blah. Just a little something for your sweet tooth after you satisfy your meat teeth. <laughs> your meat teeth? I'm sorry? I gotta satisfy my meat teeth before I go for that sweet tooth. That's creepy, actually, is the thing. Uh, your stomach will thank you for your dinner. <laughs> Greek Euro description ends with uh, 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 just brief musing that it's possible to order a, to order a cab from your phone. Isn't that wild? <laughs> this person's just just out here. <laughs> God bless. And then this was the end of the day. It was like right before lunch. The roast turkey ranch and bacon sandwich uh, comes with blah, 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 a bunch of shit. It has cheddar cheese and it is sandwiched between two slices of honey wheat bread. We tried adding all those ingredients to the name, but the roast turkey ranch and bacon on honey wheat bread is a ridiculous name for a sandwich. That's just, you'd go into a deli and say a roast turkey, turkey ranch and bacon on honey wheat bread. That's literally your subway order. I mean, it's not my subway order, but sure. Yes. I mean, no, but it is a, you know. Mm-hmm. Subway. Wow. The things we discover on the show sometimes. You ain't. Just whistling Dixie. Oh, what you got? What you got? What you got? I was just checking. I was like, you know, it's all these things. It's recommending me at the bottom. Surely there's got to be something it's not recommending that's on the menu. That's great. On the kids menu, uh, you can get a Capri Sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, one, it tastes good. Two, nothing's more fun than drinking from a pouch. <laughs> Is that innuendo? I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> on the kids menu uh potato cakes it's a cake of potato don't overcomplicate this <laughs> when cows aren't busy giving us beef they're nice enough to give us delicious milk incorrect this they're dead <laughs> they <laughs> murdered them <laughs> nick are you still there did i lose you <laughs> i'm i'm not here okay i'm gone valid I'm fucking gone valid all right oh no they have hmm. they have issues. <laughs> they, sweet potato waffle fries at Arby's in select locations? Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, meat fuels your body. Mellow yellow fuels your meat eating. Jalapeno bites, five piece. Do not be afraid of jalapeno poppers. Their main goal in life is to be eaten. So they will not hurt you. Yes, these spicy jalapeno halves filled with melted cream cheese may seem a bit spicy at first, but you will never regret downing an order of these delicious morsels with a side of bronco berry sauce. Huh. Uh, here's, here's an interesting fact. Uh, if you go through the menu, uh, of you can see the point where they genuinely stopped caring. Because though they have descriptions for in everything up to Minute Maid Zero Sugar, when life gives you lemons, walk to Arby's and get a Zero Sugar Lemonade. Uh, iced Tea and Fanta Orange do not have descriptions. They just, they're just like, <laughs> I'm fucking done. <laughs> Mellow Yellow, 16 ounce. Meat fuels your body. Mellow Yellow fuels your meat. I already read that one. We're going in circles now, Nicholas. I know. I, 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 uh... Wait, I'm sorry. Barks Root Beer. Barks root beer is bold, flavorful, and unapologetic. It's like the meats of soda. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the meats of soda. 
Can we get Arby's sued by Barks? Like, surely nobody at Barks, like HQ. There's got to be like an email contact for Barks. Barks. What's the like, a press release with like, we promise Barks is vegetarian. <laughs> it's like the needs of soda. Oh, no. Because I can. Because I got to have it. That's the Diet Coke. Yeah. Uh, well. You know what? Uh, Ar- Arby's menu copy editor, you're valid. I'm going to click on this link on under careers. It says learn more about careers at Arby's. <laughs> uh, wow. Benefits. They have, uh, what, what type of benefits do they have? Um, we have the meat. <laughs> Worse. Is there ever any doubt? Uh, that's it. Yeah. Just in case. All right, well, we just spent like 20 minutes reading the menu. Reading the RBs menu, and yet it wasn't even enough. Oh, wow. boy. Nick, what's going on in the world of Dota? Uh, fuck if I know. Okay. Wait, I do know. <laughs> I put a link in the notes. Uh, Knoxville threw together some... Wait, does that mean we're going to Bottle Crow? I mean, you said Bottle Crow at the start of this episode, so it is a Bottle Crow episode, so we don't go to the thing we're already in. We're already here. So people have talked, you know, for a long time about how, like, Valve's involvement in the scene, right? It's a a constant topic that's always on Bottle Crow, always on the mines, always on the Reddit. Uh, Knoxville threw together some data that's pretty accurate. Like, he only put on things for which he had multiple, like, independent sources. So, you know, he'll be somewhat biased, but it's, it's pretty representative. Threw together some charts and treated them out of the amount of money that Valve has spent on um, like Dota 2, period, like as an eSport. They don't have the TI numbers, but basically since 2015, like the number's gone from 20 million to like under 5 million in the past two years. Oh, I guess three years now, like in 2018. Mm -hmm. And like, listen, a lot of it's because like they stopped producing the majors, right? Because 2015... Like 2016, those were, I mean, as a very casual pro Dota watcher, I feel like those were the the goat years mm-hmm. of Dota 2. For sure. Like, you have a few very high profile, digestible, very well produced, entertaining majors and NTI. And that was great. But, you know, then there was the whole drama back at that time where it was like, hey, Valve's doing all these tournaments now, so there's no time for third party tournaments and stuff mm-hmm. whether or not that was true there was a lot of drama about that and so they you know they, they stopped doing that basically but now the amount of money like it's they didn't just take that money and put it into the scene right in terms of like prize pools or whatever they just kind of don't spend that money anymore right and like the we don't have the ti numbers but even if they took that money and put it directly into ti which when they obviously didn't do because it was like 10 million dollars mm-hmm. like it just vanished. I mean, it didn't vanish. They probably <laughs> took it, it, well, I mean, it vanished into their into pockets. The pockets. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> but it's like, wow, to see that, like, to know that in the the more hands-on Valve years, like, they spent $20 million, and then, like, the past two years, they've barely spent five outside of TI. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oof. That's just, uh Yeah, it's like, rough. Yeah. 
because like the drama's talked about a lot, but once you actually see the numbers, I'm much more willing to think about it more objectively. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, and then yeah, that's right. He also included a Valve TI income chart that shows how much fucking money they make from just the fucking battle pass, and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just keeps going up every year by like incredible amounts. Yeah, it sure is a it sure is a cash cow that they're not feeding very much. Um, no. And f- speaking of which, actually, Nick, I was really hoping I would be able to talk about a new hero today. By this, oh. you know, um, but they no, did December. They didn't put it out, so we're still waiting on that. Six. I just had an awful realization. What's that? We we haven't recorded a bottle crow in relatively a while. Uh huh. You know what they do? They always release it between the time we record and put up the episode. <laughs> I mean, sometimes they release it while we're, but while we're recording. That is true. Right. I yeah. mean, it's, it's especially like, listen, I know when this podcast is going to come out, it's mm-hmm. going to be a couple of days. There's time. <laughs> they could screw us on this one. The janitor could just, yeah, let it rip. Um, you never know. But, Nick, it's okay. It is okay. Because we get to talk about something else. We're going to League of Legumes. I'm so glad. I have no hotkeys yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're fine. I could. I'm I al- sorry. I can always do this manually, you know. No, I yeah. But I just want to hear it. It's all. It's all for me. Legume. Pod. Green bean casserole. Nick. This is one of those annoying things where I do two bumpers back to back because within League of Legumes, we're going to building character. Wow, you were ready with that one. been a while since we built a character it has been a while um and we have two to talk about since it's been such a while um one of them we're kind of gonna do relatively quickly because it's gonna be pretty negative nick have you heard the stuff about seraphine have you heard the whole seraphine kerfuffle sarah is this the like vtuber basically yes Okay. Basically, like, the, y- explain for the listener. Okay, so so here's the thing, right? They were like, "Hey, let's make a pop star uh, champion," right? Which is like, okay, yeah. sure, why not? Um, like with some like VTuber elements, and then like in the lead up to announcing her, let's run a Twitter account where we pretend she has depression and like needs other people's help to avoid falling into a grief <laughs> beat of depression, which is a fucked up thing to do for a fictional character. Um. <laughs> It kind of feels like you're monetizing and also mocking people's mental illness. And then the character actually comes out and it's like, oh, this is like her likeness and events in her life and like dates from events in her life. Like uh, the date of her like doing some major thing is tied up with the birthday of a lady that a riot developer had an unrequited crush on. And it turns into this weird, <laughs> creepy stalker thing. Uh and then also, just for just for extra bonus stuff, let's go ahead and make Seraphine 
like autistic coded and then make the moral of the story like really to beat autism you just need to abandon all help and just get over it it sucks top to fucking bottom dog don't you know you just have to hit that high note with your surround sound you have to let the beat drop and then have an on no see that's the thing Nick. that's the thing is that she like her backstory is like basically like okay she has she has autism i mean they don't say it word for word they're like oh man she gets like easily overwhelmed by like sound and crowds and stuff right which like we know what that means um and she got like an implant developed to help her like deal with that but the way she really managed to accept herself was by turning it like like a device to help her whatever like filter sound out i don't and like the way and she earmuffs the way she really overcame <laughs> so it like is it. by turning it into some speakers so she could really embrace the sound fuck off um the uh the lady involved uh, I'm, I don't, I don't want to like name her. I know names. I don't want to like get her involved anymore than she has to be because it's, it's a mess. Mm-hmm. But, um, she's like, I'm thinking about suing them because like, it's not, yeah, make some money. Well, and also it's just, it's just really shameless, right? Like, okay, look, look at this picture, Nick. What do you think? Also, they also mm. they like, yeah, again, like major events in the life. Uh, a lot of the art is based on photos of her, like the exact same pose. Uh, the date of her, like her concert debut is the lady on the right's mm-hmm. birthday. Um, it's pretty on the nose, I would say. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, that's pretty strange. That's pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. 13 years of uh, of video game development or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Wow. So, uh, fuck that. Um, however, we do have a champion that I don't know anything super negative about, so maybe that's okay. Perfect. Let's talk about Rel. Rel? So, Rel is the newest League of Legends champion. She is a support hero which who's like a lady on a horse, and the horse has armor, and she has a lance. Um, so you may be like, wow, that doesn't sound like a support. That's the idea. So here's the thing that League of Legends has, has done. If you haven't noticed, if you've been tuned out of League of Legends, they're like, man, people don't like playing supports. Usually I do. I think playing supports are great. (laughs) It's like, what if we took characters and we were like, man, this is the biggest badass in the world. Check out how hardcore this motherfucker is. Don't fuck with them. (laughs) Also, they can cast shields on their friends. Uh, like that's just the philosophy (laughs) these days is like, we're going to give them massive guns and don't pay attention to the fact that they don't do any damage. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, she's like, uh, she's like a CC and, uh, and you know, like buffing support on a horse and she can turn her horse into armor. I think she seems all right. I don't know. Transforming her mount into durable armor and upon impact dealing magic damage. Hmm. Yep. It's called Pharomancy. Is the horse iron? Is she? Is she metal? Yeah, I think. I mean, if you look at the image, uh, the horse appears to be just a sheet. Like, like not even. It is. It is armor in the shape of a horse. It appears. Ah, uh, I see. Which would make sense why it can then reform into, yeah, uh, seems all right. Well, interesting. Yeah, 
it's funny because it makes me think about like I mean I'm sure this character is fun to play right, but like <laughs> that's the, that's the trap. Well, but the thing is that's not like I when I've really gotten into it, like you know when I want to just log in and fuck around right. Then I'm going to be like, check it out, I'm playing support clockwork or support sniper because I'm a stupid idiot. Um, that's just kind of, that's when I want to fuck around. But when I'm like here for keeps, and and those are all, honestly also usually the times I'm having the most fun with Dota, it's because I'm playing a hero who genuinely helps people. I don't want to be a badass, <laughs> yeah. I want to be useful. Carries can be carries. But what if... What what if you're big and had a metal horse? I mean, doesn't that make you feel good? I mean, your abilities don't really do. Much, I mean, if Dazzle had a metal horse, that would be all right. That'd be pretty good. I miss I miss you know, hmm. I miss being good at Dota. Is what I miss. I'm realizing I'm having like a midlife Dota crisis. <laughs> of like I used to be good at this. I feel game. you. I feel you. Yeah. Can remember you know the times when you were like slightly more tryhard mm-hmm. or like you know more. You thought about it more strategically, mm-hmm. right? I remember, like, remember you know, saving a, about chess, saving like a saving a game, like you know the 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 pivotal fight on top lane, and I shadow demon oh. disrupts to save my carry from a necro scythe, and it's like, oh, that won the game right there, uh, yeah, that kind of shit. And now, and these days, it's like, well, I don't think I lost us the game. That's good, right? <laughs> <laughs> That clockwork hook that's on you know your YouTube channel. That's a good hook. That we we discover every once in a while the blind hook, double blind. Yeah, some good that's, shit. Yeah, I don't know. I, it must be the nostalgia. I just don't feel like I have those moments. Anymore. Well, it's also. I mean, Very I don't know. Often. I mean, that was back when I was playing a lot of solo queue, right? That clockwork hook. Yeah. And that was like, it was partially the like the tier of player I was playing with, where I feel like MMR is is a bit weirder now, um, because I feel like a lot of people are playing. Were like ranked less frequently, so MMR is less accurate. Um, yeah, is the I'd impression I get. Um, but like back then, it was like I was really in tune with like how how like how to play, and also the way people around me were thinking, and that's how I got to play like that, right? Which was like for for anyone who hasn't seen, I don't know, maybe I'll link it. That seems pretty self indulgent. <laughs> but basically, it's like I'm playing Clockwork, Do I it. get a kill, and then I see that Roche gets killed. And I so like there's a couple of seconds of me like scrolling around the map, staring at the map, and then I just fire my hook shot to just a spot on the map, and I numbers in front of because I'm like yeah. okay, it was Drow, she took the Aegis, she would have gone here, and I catch her and I kill her, um, invisible yeah. too, which is great, <laughs> but um, <laughs> and I just I just don't have anywhere near that level of insight these days. Yeah, and I don't know. We've definitely changed, but I feel like the game has also changed. You know, Dota. So we Dota hasn't changed, Nick. Boy, has <laughs> no, it really has. <laughs> Some things never change. Yeah. Uh, also, man, f- so fucking tired of this patch. Mm, Holy moly. Yeah. Ho- hopefully that means it. It'll be released. How do you like Sven? I hear Sven is really fun. <laughs> I hear everybody likes playing against yeah, I Sven. I, I don't play him. <laughs> no, against him. I don't you play like playing him, against him, the, right? Yeah, it's great. You, it's just the best. Why? Yeah, why? It's it's not fun for him to just rush eggs and then be godlike. That's the that's the he throws himself with his Q, right? He throws himself like it like doubles the range. It at least doubles the range is the fucked up. Okay, that's pretty fucked up. And then he has the purge talent for some right. reason that Stormhammer dispels. It's like 
level 10 or 15, probably 15, which is even more fucked up. So, like, you can't Yules because you'll be dispelled. It's, I don't know. It's just. It's a bad thing to do. Even if it's not, it's one of those things where even if it's not actually a percentage based difference that's noticeable across all MMRs, it just, it feels bad. And you see it and you're just like, well, I guess that's how this game is going to go. I'll try to fucking itemize against it or play as a team against it. But it's just, it's not the way you want to be playing the game. It's like, oh, they're going to do the one really good thing. Got to try to counter that thing. Yeah. It's not as fun. No, no, it's not. We need we need some something to be sh- shooken up here. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. I think you'll get a new patch and there'll no. just be a new problem because <laughs> that's just how Dota is. Well, that's how we go. You know? Sure. Sure. Well, you know how I go. Yeah. Let me let me let me fight. How, let me look at, look at Steam. Uh, let's see. Last played Dota 2 November 1st. That's how I go. That's so fucking bad, dude. It's actually so ridiculous how bad it is. <laughs> I like that there's just like two seconds of the anime music. And also of him slurping. <laughs> Listen, I, I have to slurp sometime too. I get it. I get it. Mouths are, mouths it are weird. You get excited. Yeah. Dude. Dude, we... Have you seen... You you may have because I keep linking to you. <laughs> I I don't recognize our boy anymore, Jack. Yeah, jeez. He's fucking. He's grown up or something. He had a second puberty. I swear. He. I mean, I think he had a moment where he was just like, you know, I am tired of my image. I'm going to change it, and he fucking succeeded. He looks. He looks like an anime hot boy now. He looks like he should be in a K-pop. He band. had his anime training arc. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> he's like a twig of a man. With a stylish haircut and posts lots of pictures of him and the boys going out. He has like two sleeve tattoos, really like high quality sleeve tattoos of Dota 2 heroes. He He's unrecognizable to the Jackie we know from... Uh, from. No, please. Don't smoke. Don't smoke. No! I think, I think Jackie would understand that we here at Bottle Crow... Uh, mostly reference the the lore, the the legacy of eternal envy of Jackie Mao, with genuine love and affection, right? Absolutely. Um, but there are plenty of people who were pretty shitty about it, and I can totally understand being like, you know what? I'm over it. I'm just going to yeah. be a different person, and I think that's I think it's pretty awesome that he pulled that off. Absolutely. So good, good for yeah. him. And this has been our moment of genuine Jackie. The moment when we're genuine on the podcast. Gonna have to look up fucking music from Lifetime know. movies and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Lifetime movies, like <laughs> a recipe for seduction. Well, that one's not out yet, so I can't. No. Yeah. But maybe maybe the trailer music from that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, a new segment: oh, building oh. bumpers, <laughs> where we talk about how to make bumpers. <laughs> You can't have a bumper for the bumper. Yeah. Well, Nick, I think I'm. I think I'm all good here. Do you have anything left to talk about? I think we got to get out of here. I tricked you. We have to throw it to Alan with a report from the field. 
That's why we fucking recorded this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Alan, tell us all about that. This is Bollacro consultant Alan Ibrahim with a field report from the mean streets of Boston, Massachusetts. I'm here reviewing a brand new product from our lovely friends at Dunkin' Donuts, now recently known as Just Dunkin'. This here is a press release from the Dunkin' Donuts official website. Halloween looks a little different this year, and so do our donuts. While our classic bakery offering has plenty of crave-worthy treats, we're excited to show our spicy side with a donut that packs a touch of heat with something sweet and can be enjoyed any time of day. That's right, folks. I'm here to talk about the spicy ghost pepper donut from Dunkin'. I tried it today. The date is someday in time. Who's to say? And I'm here to report on it for my friends at Bottle Crow and Jackie's Chow, whatever we're calling this segment. I don't even know. Today I tried the spicy ghost pepper donut along with one of my office mates, partly as part of a joke and partly because I like trying new things. And uh, we have a Dunkin' Donuts right downstairs from where we work, so we figured it's like 30 seconds of effort for a really good gag. Uh, I got one donut and he got another one, and we both had them. Um, How to describe it? So if you look at a spicy ghost pepper donut, in the advertisements, you'll see it's sort of a pink frosting with a red series of flakes that basically look like sprinkles. You could definitely fool you know, a young child into thinking these are sprinkles. But no, they are actually supposedly, as I understand it, ghost pepper flakes, if not uh, ghost pepper-infused sprinkles, actually. And that's where all the flavor lies. And you bite into this thing, and you're expecting, you know, ghost pepper. It's one of the spiciest peppers you can you can distribute legally. And uh, it's not as spicy as you would hope or want, I think. Um, it kind of tastes sweeter than you expect. Like that press release says, you're getting a sweet with a spicy. Um, you're definitely getting a spice. You actually, it kind of builds. Like initially, you're really just tasting a frosted donut. And then as the spice sort of hits your tongue, almost Pop Rocks-esque, uh, you taste it. You definitely feel, oh, that's, you know, a little, that's got a little bit of bite to it. Um, and then you're biting into it and you realize, I am, as a matter of fact, a human being, an adult, you could call me, biting into a a sphere of of batter which has been baked and then covered in ghost pepper flakes like the the whole the holistic nature of what you're eating comes to you all at once when you bite into the spicy ghost pepper donut you are definitely tasting sweet you are definitely tasting spicy it's definitely nowhere near as spicy as you'd want uh, as I understand it, one of the ways they're doing a marketing push for this product is they're going to have the guy from Hot Ones try it, but he's going to try it with hot sauces next to it or on it. Not fully clear there. Haven't looked into it. Not interested. But the point is, you could definitely do much spicier. I think that this field tested really well with white people with weak palates. Um, I give it a three out of five. Uh, I would put three out of five of these into my mouth. The other two I would leave on the table and give to someone else. Thank you, Bottle Crow, and stay frosty. Wow, great report, Alan. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Wow, thanks. Uh, yeah, so uh, maybe you could tell that report was done a while in the past, and I forgot I had it. No, 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 no. I, there was no date on it, so I think it's And the, it's the item mentioned is definitely still know. available, so. <laughs> yeah, it was so good it just stuck around for mm -hmm, that long, mm -hmm. or it's still here because it just came right, out. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much to our to our correspondent from the streets, Alan. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, thank you to Jackie, honestly. A uh, thank you, honestly, to uh, Greg. And you, Greg. I can't think of anyone else. So thank you, me. Um, nobody else. Pomodi, aka Jeffrey. Oh, you're Bryce. right. It's been so long. It's been a while, but yeah. Listen, Harmony's a new bloom. Rhythm of Shadow Ruins. Great music. Jeffrey Bryce Pomodi. Find him in game if you want to get the Harmony Zulu Bloom, and find him on the Steam Workshop if you want to support the rhythms of Rich Shadow Ruins. I think probably by now Pomodi has some has some new jams. Uh, I would guess because <laughs> yeah. it's been a while. I think he worked on the new metal for Honor. Really interesting. I follow him on Twitter, so I see these things. Uh, he works with Respawn these days. Maybe he yeah. maybe he's making some of these music packs that they're dropping with uh, Apex Legends. Oh, uh, but. Uh, hell of a hell of a hell of a musician hell of an artist uh, very grateful and uh, yeah if you want to find this, this is Six's Twitter uh, Six Detmar on Twitter S-X-E-T-T-M-A-R uh, pin tweet there tells you everything that I do but it's basically scanline.com patreon.com slash scanline media and Nick, what about you? Peace out.